Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Effin' Cultured. I am Bobby. Joining me today, as always, Griff and the Rick are with us. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening, good sirs. How are you tonight? I'm all right. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So, I mean, a sadness we've, we've got to start this episode off. We weren't planning on starting this episode off sad, but last week, fuck it, it was five days ago. Five days ago, we were recording our uh, last episode, and I posited who alive would people care about as much as Betty White uh, when they passed. And about an hour ago, we found out that you that the universe has uh, has given us an option to consider. <laughs> Uh, Bob Saget. <laughs> Bob Saget passed away today. Now, yeah. for anyone who is a Gen Xer or a millennial, uh, this man was a very important fatherly figure on TV for a good chunk of our childhood. Yep. And for anyone who's a he boomer, father. he's the guy who showed us the funny videos for nine years every sunday like night on whatever abc 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 yeah yeah america's funniest home videos he was the host of um i still think he's the best host of america's funniest home videos i agree i always default to him when you say I mean, america's funniest home videos i immediately go bob saget <laughs> yeah like i respect tom bergeron as a guy but like i never watched Tom Bergeron, uh, America's Funny Home Videos. Bob had the, Bob had the uh, voices. Mm -hmm. The voices made me happy. Like Tom Bergeron didn't, and then uh, Carlton can just. I mean, we don't even call him by his real name. He's he's Carlton. <laughs> so, I I don't I didn't I don't think I even knew that he hosted. Honestly, did you know that he had 192 episodes of Full House? And 192 episodes he hosted of America's Funniest Home Videos. Really? He doesn't go over 192. No. I guess <laughs> not. I mean, that's not counting Fuller House, but that was a that was a separate, it's a separate thing. Show. Yeah. It's a separate show. Different studio, different everything. So he was found uh, deceased today in his hotel room in Orlando. He was 65 years old. Um, I don't think he's anywhere near the Betty White level, but I think... You know, I was talking about how you would need to find someone who is in your living room on TV. I think millions and millions of people watched Bob Saget. Um, and we've even had people on this podcast who seem to think that he's the greatest television dad of all time. Um, yep. Yep. Eric, yep. So, I'm... so Cosby took himself out of the running, Saget just slipped right in, <laughs> which is ironically exactly what Cosby Bill, tried that's to. what Bill did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's our first couple of drops Sucks. on the podcast. Um, <laughs> whatever. You can't handle a Cosby joke. Fuck off. <laughs> so, um, man did it to himself. Go to I, sleep and get fucked. <laughs> he was great. He was, 
He was great on Full House. I I think if you talk about like some of the greatest TV dads, obviously he's a he's a legend. I I didn't have him in my top four. We he's talked about this a yeah. long time ago, but yeah, oh, he's yeah. on the list. He's in the top ten or fifteen. You know, dads, to yeah. television dads, easy. Yes, um, at least there's no Rushmore curse. We're good. <laughs> right? I was just reading about the Manning curse. If you're on the Manning, if you're on the Manning Monday Night Football cast, you're fucked the following week. I didn't want oh. to be in the Madden curse. If you're on the cover of Madden, you have a terrible season. Well, yep. We're not killing anyone with the, with, the, with the old Rushmore sketch. No, there, there's no if you're talked about in a effing culture in Mount Rushmore, you die a year later. Yeah, there's we, no curse yeah, like we, that. Yeah, we definitely because if uh, nope. I don't if I John don't Connor dies, I'll be very upset. Is Sonic the Hedgehog okay? Yeah, he's has anybody okay. checked on Sonic? He's all right. Okay, he's all right. Okay, yeah, okay. he's okay. He's got a sequel coming. So, yeah. uh, a lot of people our age though didn't realize for a long time that Bob Saget was a stand-up comedian. Like that's that's where he started. That's where he got his bearings. Yeah. And not only was he a stand-up comedian, he was fucking filthy, a filthy comedian. So funny, and I wish I could have seen him live. Um, today. Uh, we brought this up when Norm died a couple months back, but I it was it was Bob Saget's roast where Norm bombed on purpose. <laughs> yeah, and yep. I watched that eight minute set again today, and it's it's so damn funny. Uh, this but, man is for the birds. So I could have this man is for the birds. I I could have found some kind of you know America's Funniest Home Videos or some kind of Full House or Fuller House thing to show him, or I could have shown him on uh what was that movie we were just talking about oh my god the one with dave chappelle half baked half baked but he's like i suck dick for coke have you ever sucked dick for marijuana <laughs> i didn't think so which is um, like i think that's the moment i was like oh my god that's danny tanner like it really blew my mind yeah. that he wasn't just talking about like pine saw and cleaning shit yeah like that's all the man it's like when you for. when you saw peewee herman and buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> and you were just like, wait a second, what? And he's like, ah, uh, eh. and it's like, yes. Uh, or as the spleen and mysteries winking you... sounds. Right. Yeah. So I found a set of his stand up set from his latest special. And he's talking about his dad's dirty jokes. My dog is farting in my face right now, and it is <laughs> just tremendous. Wow. Whew. It's going to be rough to get through this hour. All right. So <laughs> it's bad. So here we are. So Bob, uh, not even like 18 hours ago, tweeted about performing a show in Orlando last night yeah. and saying that he was addicted to it again, which he was talking about stand-up comedy. He's been touring for a while now, and he's finally like back in the groove and doing the thing he loves. Uh, now, I mean, the Orange County, is that the county? Um, yeah, Orange County. Yep. The uh, police department came out and their their initial thoughts are that there are no drugs or foul play involved. So, uh, I mean, he was 65. All it takes is a little clot and that's it. So mm -hmm. um, he's survived by his wife and three kids, which that I mean, that just sucks. But yeah. uh, I figured the way to let him go is to give him four <laughs> minutes of our time and listen to him talk about his dad's dirty jokes. So here's Bob Saget in his original element on stage telling dick and fart jokes to a crowd of people. 
My dad, we had a very weird existence. I was 11 and he was a meat executive. He was like a head of meat. He was a meathead basically. And he would just tell me sick shit, which is why I became a comedian before I did anything else. He would be in a restaurant, this is true. And he was sitting next to me and he had a menu and he said, tonight's specials are cake and cock and they're out of cake. <laughs> I like cake. <laughs> have cake? It sounds he like was my a dad. Sick guy, really funny, but just said weird stuff. He went through the depression. He would say jokes like, "Ask me how I slept last night. How'd you sleep? Like a baby with your mom's tit in my mouth." I'm like, oh, my <laughs> I want to be emancipated, you creepy man. I didn't know what he was talking about. He would do dumb things. He said, "I read the newspaper today. I think it was a misprint. I didn't know if the guy shot himself or shit himself." Just a walking rim shot, the whole thing. He was a supermarket person. Uh, supermarkets. He said that one day AMP was going to merge with Stop and Shop and be Stop and Pee. He's not here anymore. He told me a joke. This is a really weird joke. I shouldn't share it. Okay, but you insisted. This is from the depression so this is it a guy goes into a house of ill repute which i didn't even know what that meant i was 11 years old it doesn't mean nothing and that's how i talk it means nothing and the guy says what do you have for a dollar so that's around this time when this place was built now 20 years earlier forget the fucking facts listen to the joke <laughs> a house of ill repute and says what do you have for a dollar and the proprietor i don't know what proprietor means he says i'm 11. he says go upstairs and make a right and sit on the bed and you'll know what to do and the guy goes upstairs and sits on a bed and a little door opens up and a chicken comes into the room this is foul <laughs> and we laugh and the guy i'm left the guy as my dad tells me does his business with the chicken that's fucking nothing to me i don't know what that does <laughs> like shaking hands willie loman you got briefcases i don't know and then he says, and then the chicken is disgusted, and he leaves. He's angry. That's correct. You know what I'm talking about. Chicken goes away. <laughs> and the guy goes away, and he comes back the next day, and he says to the proprietor, I'm 11, I swear to you. I didn't even have a pube. I didn't know what my dad was talking about. Well, I had one pube, and I, I put it under the <laughs> for the pube fairy to come. And he came on my pillow, which was really bad. But... <laughs> So the guy comes back and he says, I want my dollar back. And the proprietor says, oh, no, no, sir. A good, sir. <laughs> it was much more official. He said, I'll make it up to you. Go up the stairs this time and make a left and you won't want your dollar back. And guys, guy goes, okay. Goes up the stairs, makes a left, sits down in a screening room, bunch of guys in raincoats. There's a big curtain opens up and there's a porn thing going on. Bunch of people like some orgy. And the, I'm 11. I don't know what anything he's talking about means. And he says, and the guy turns to the guy next to him and says, boy, this is something. And the other guy says, you should have been here yesterday. Some guy was fucking a chicken. <laughs> that, that's my childhood. And my parents were together for 65 years. Um, she loved him to death. <laughs> and my mother's still alive. She's, uh, she's, she can hear you right now. She's outside driving around. She is 87 and she still drives. I got her a prescription Winfield. So there we go. Bob Saget, 65 years old. Rest in peace, my friends. Rest um, in peace. Rest I, in peace. God, what a fucking brilliant dude. He was so funny. 
Um, if you haven't seen it, Rick and I were just talking about this. In 2005, they released a documentary called The Aristocrats, which is a documentary about this very famous joke that many comedians tell. And you can make it as dirty as you want. And uh, Bob Saget is in that um He's in that documentary along with Gilbert Godfrey and a bunch of other great comics, and it is raunchy. Is it just called the Aristocrats? Yeah, it's the Aristocrats. Yeah. I try to um, remember. I think it is just called that. It's yep. all yeah. Fucking and funny. the the brilliant the brilliant thing the brilliant thing about the joke and like the purpose behind the documentary really is that the Aristocrats starts and ends very basically. It's the middle part that lets people do whatever the fuck they want with it. Choose your and own adventure. Improvise it. Yeah. Yeah. Embellish. And it. Yeah, and it, it goes in all sorts of wacky directions based on who's telling it. It's so much fun. It's wacky. Wacky. So, not to be outdone, rest in peace, Bob Saget, not to be outdone, the universe also hit one of the biggest living Hollywood film legends that were still alive uh, this week. Sidney Poitier died this week. I believe he was 94. I think 94, that's right. Yeah. 95 years he was old. Up there. He was up I think there. He was 94. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who do not know who Sidney Poitier is, Sidney Poitier was the first African American man to win the Oscar for Best Actor in a Leading Role. Um, and he won it Which was in huge. humongous. I mean, he he basically huge. if you think of the color barriers that Denzel Washington has busted through through his career it's because Sidney Poitier busted through them in the 50s and 60s it well yeah and yeah um he was an incredible actor well spoken and just uh, like he was if you I don't know if you watch 42 where the movie about Jackie Robinson and they tell Jackie like people are gonna hate mm. you people are gonna spit on you and you're just gonna have to that's exactly what Sydney Sydney was grin and bear it throughout it all. And uh, he was amazing. So if you, if you look at some of his, I mean, uh, blackboard jungle was one of his early works. Um, Huge hit for him. The defiant ones was a huge one. Porgy and Bess where he played Porgy. I haven't watched it, but I'm guessing that means the man can sing. I could sing. Uh, a Raisin in the Sun, the first filmed adaptation of A Raisin in the Sun, which is a brilliant uh, play by Lorraine Hansberry, and it's been adapted to screen a few times. There was one with uh, Danny Glover. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris yep. Blues, To Sir With Love, In the Heat of the Night, which is where his famous They Call Me Mr. Tibbs Miss- was... From and guess who's coming to dinner, which had space Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. Um, that was a huge moment in film because that whole movie was about a white woman bringing, bringing a black man home to dinner to meet her white parents. Right. Like, this is my boyfriend. Uh, they remade that one with Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher. Not as much of a that's right, yeah. Um, didn't win as many Oscars. No, that no. one didn't win as many Oscars. <laughs> So I, I mean, I think, I think uh, CBS News can do a better job uh, memorializing uh, Mr. Poitier than I can. So we're gonna give him two minutes of our time here to listen to him talk 
about the late great Sidney Poitier. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Sidney Poitier played characters who jumped off the screen. Opposite Rod Steiger in the heat of the night. I'm a police officer. Amen. And in the lilies of the field is handyman Homer Smith. I ain't building no chapel. Yeah, you. The role that won him the first ever lead actor Oscar for a black performance. It is a long journey to this moment. Raised in the Bahamas, he moved to Harlem that's as a right, teenager. That's right, he was Bahamanian. hard scrabble climb to an actor's but, Yep, that's right. Then came No Way Out, the groundbreaking 1950 Joseph Mankiewicz film about racism. You watch yourself, black boy. In 67, he reached Hollywood's mountaintop, its top earning leading man as Virgil Tibbs, righteous enough to slap in return the white politician who had slapped him. And in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner is Dr. John uh, Prentice, half of an interracial couple, telling his disapproving father, times have changed. You think of yourself as a colored man. I think of myself as a man. In 2009, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama, who today wrote that Poitier epitomized dignity and grace, revealing the power of movies to bring us closer together. From Viola Davis, no words can describe how your work radically shifted my life. That work helped tear down racial barriers, as Poitier noted after receiving a Lifetime Achievement Oscar. Not because I brought so much, because but because the time was right. Circumstances were right. The time has come. The right man for his time. Joe Fryer, NBC News. Uh, rest in peace, sir. Sidney Poitier. <clears throat> he's up there. You're not going to hear anyone say anything bad about I him. Mean, well respected. No. One of the greatest to do it. And I mean, the man, the man's, the man's filmography is not huge. I mean, it's like maybe 30 movies, not even like, he's not like one of those gigantic, he picked and choose what he wanted to do. And right. You know, he did, he, he did it well. He wasn't, Chris, he wasn't Chris Pratting his way around every Correct. voice role that came his way. He also directed Ghost Dad starring Bill Cosby. Wait, <laughs> wait, oh, no. no, come on. He knew. <laughs> yes, yep. He directed Ghost Dad. It was the last movie he directed, 1990s Ghost Dad. Wow, and that was that was actually Cosby's favorite drink to make. <laughs> and he directed Stir Crazy with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, which is a fucking hysterical. So the man could direct, oh. too. He directed that? Yeah, he directed Stir he, Crazy. Holy shit, that's a fucking classic. Yeah. I did not. I never would have thought it. So Holy rest shit. in peace, sir. Uh, I think we're done with deaths for now <laughs> this week. We'll, we'll see. The episode. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Lost I else. mean, so like I yeah. was I was messaging Griff earlier. I was like, OK, where is it going to where is it going to go? Because we lost a TV great in Betty White. We lost a sports legend in John Madden. Madden. Um. I almost said legend. I was like, wait a second, what? Uh, and we lost, uh, oh, who was it? I can't remember. But, um, and I was like, we've got to lose a music person, right? Like, we have to use, like, that's the last one to check off the list. And then fucking Sidney Poitier. Elvis is going to come back and die immediately. I'm worried about Tony Bennett. We got to bubble up Bennett. Um, yeah. 
I mean, but He's, the man Tony the, Bennett's not worried about Tony Bennett. The man, no, the Tony Bennett doesn't even know who Tony Bennett is, unfortunately. No, poor bastard. We've already lost him. All right, let's move on to some uh, <laughs> more fun stuff. Um, what? Speaking of John Legend, I fucking watched that show you recommended. That's How my good is jam? that show? Oh yeah, I need to watch that. What a show! Did you watch the that second was episode so too? Much fun. It did. I did them back to back. Hilarious. You could literally, the second one, I was even more impressed because there was like non music people. Joseph Gordon Levitt, what the fuck? <laughs> didn't, didn't see that coming. Well, he, he, was, he, oh, yeah. non, he was the only non music person. But they had him running around this jamboree of musical instruments. Yeah. It's like, okay, you have to just, we're just going to randomly light one up. You have to run over. There's a card with the song. And you have to have someone get the song you're here, playing. Play this tuba. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like what the fuck? It well, was any Josh Groban. Josh Groban is one of my favorites. So seeing him running around was awesome. And it makes you realize how much of a nerd he really is. Josh Groban is such a nerd. <laughs> oh my god. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Oh, that was just I <clears throat> highly, highly recommend the I second your recommendation to our listeners. That's my jam. To watch that fucking shit, because was, that was awesome. I can't wait for, I think tomorrow is another one. Rita Ora, one Ooh, of my, my favorite. Fun. Oh, all right. All right. There. Why do you make things so creepy, Rick? <laughs> it's because I do. <laughs> does, does Rick look choppy spank, you, Griff, or is it just me? is high praise. You know, it wasn't that he was looking choppy. It's that he was, he looked like he was on a delay for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he wasn't last, synced up. But that last phrase was fine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hopefully we're all right. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's get into some kinky shit. Do you guys know? Yes. Who, you know who Stephanie Matto is? Aura. <laughs> Do you know who Stephanie Matto is? No. No? That sounds familiar. Stephanie Matto was on the show 90 Day Fiance. And oh, she's, okay. she's from Yeah, I know. I know this woman. She's from Connecticut. And um, mm-hmm. she had been selling jars of her own farts for $500 a jar. Or, no, $1,000 a jar. Oh, yes. no. $1,000 a jar. 1000 thousand dollars a jar she was selling yeah she earned over two hundred thousand dollars selling her own fart jars (laughs) she ended up in the hospital this week (laughs) oh i had not gotten to that part christina perry is really disappointed in her right now my uh My, you know how I dress up as an elf? Yes. <laughs> the person who runs that outfit is my cousin. Her sister's best friends with Stephanie was actually on 90 Day Fiance with her. So I started following them both on Instagram, and that's how I've followed this whole uh, saga, the whole fart oh. jar saga, which has been, uh, which has been something. <laughs> I mean, this was... I believe she she launched her own OnlyFans site after OnlyFans was going to get rid of porn. Yep. Oh, I'm so sure. Yes, she did, yeah. she did her own. Yep. She's an entrepreneur. She's doing yes. her own. Shit hey, and more power to you. Unfiltered.com. Yeah. So she there, there's a market for everything. 
absolutely. I I have some oh, mason jars. I told I Carr. Jars. Yeah, I could make a lot of money. I could make a killing. Damn. Where are the women yeah. who want big men farts? <laughs> so, so she was running out of uh, steam, I guess. Wanted to cook up a good batch. So she made a very high fiber meal, like a bunch of black beans and refried beans or whatever. And she ended up having to go to the hospital because she thought she was having a stroke at the top at the top of her production she was pumping out 97 jars over two days to cope with the demand so she went to the she went to the hospital with a lot of pains and not feeling right and it turns out that she had tremendous gas pains it was just a whole big um backup in her system it, it was the mother load yeah so she wasn't having a stroke or a heart attack it was just gas pains so so the hospital had to prescribe her uh gas medicine because her buildup was so bad and it basically your jars it ga- it basically killed her her whole job like she can't she said because she's on this prescription she can no longer keep up with the demand for her far jars <laughs> I think the demand's there. Just increase the price. Supply is dwindling. There you go. 10,000 a jar. I want, and I want that hospital shit. I want that fresh backed up. Right? I want that. I want that. I think it's a stroke fart jar. I want it to it better be a five I gallon water have cooler a jug. I go. It's one of those water cooler jugs with I the handles be- on them. Yeah. Colon Springs, 20-gallon jug. Did you say Colon Springs? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> that was... I would I would have loved to have claimed credit for that, but I, I can't do that in good conscience. Accidental joke. I like it. Yep. Colon yep. Springs. Colon Springs. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, we're not going to yuck anybody's yubs here. We always we say that. Okay. Uh, the king shape. My God, but holy God. crap! So, hey, pride of Connecticut, right here, Stephanie. Thank you very much for first being Woo-hoo. a a hoe on reality TV and then selling selling those farts, baby. Well, that's just like uh, who is who's that chick making like a million dollars a month on OnlyFans? The little anime, pink haired. Skank of Philadelphia. Yeah, she was selling her bath water for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. She was. She makes a million dollars a month. A million dollars a month for a hago, hey. and a bunch of dirty people who want to pretend like she's not of age. Those kinks, I will shut down. She's just annoying as shit. Yeah. I, I barely I barely knew her until Mika brought her up to my attention and then I started looking into her and I was like, "Oh my god, this bitch is really annoying." This is this is unsettling. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like the same three pictures a million times and she makes a million dollars, so holy shit. Oh, no she, farts necessary. I mean, she's done some hardcore shit on her channel, so um she's oh. she's the worst blowjob I've ever seen on video. I I mean really? I'm not yeah I'm not ashamed to say it I th- I think I think I gotta many go, I have people to find it. 
it really is disturbing to watch. I'm like, can't be good. I, I want to see. I want to see bad ones. I can't imagine. It's like Mia Khalifa retired, and now we get this. Like she was the queen, <laughs> and now we have this shit. Does she have braces too? Is that that makes I, it infinitely of worse? Cor- of course, I don't she think does. so. No, I don't. I don't know if she does or not. I have no idea. Oh, uh oh, I don't know. Zach Derby messaged me. Of course, that'd she be did. fucked up. Yep. Zach Derby messaged us the Bob Saget. (laughs) (laughs) We're already talking about it. We got it, buddy. We're on it. We had three different effing cultured chat rooms talking about Bob Saget at the same time. One was me, Griffin, Eric. One was me, Griffin, Rick. And now me, Griffin, Zach Deuce are talking about it. All right. Do we want to talk Marvel (laughs) news or do we want to talk Catholic news or we want to talk NFL news? You know what? I well, Bell Duffy looking like a child kind of leads into Catholic. Yeah. I kind of want to talk about Catholic news. Like I said, I want to know what, what news the Catholic Church has for us now, like in 2022. Uh, <laughs> listen, oh, so I know where this is going. Yep. So there have been people who have hoped that Pope Francis would be more progressive. And there have been some stances that he's taken that have kind of gotten him there, and then he usually sure. just rips him back with other bullshit that he comes out with for no reason. You know, he'll come out and be like, get vaccinated. And then in the same breath, you know, say some dumb shit about gay marriage and whatever. Um, Pope Francis is picking fights with dog parents, pet parents, I guess, in general. Oh, I did see that, yeah. He came out today and said that choosing to own a pet over having children diminishes us and takes away our humanity. He called it a selfish act. Wait till he sees Bob Saget's father fuck a chicken. Oh, that makes me wish we saved this to the I'm, end. The callback would have been strong. I'm I'm pretty sure Bella Delphine's not having any kids. It's gonna make her bathwater real weird. Oh, amniotic <laughs> bathwater. I'm sorry. Is she bathing oh, with some, pennies? Buy some Bella Delphine placenta. Why does this bathwater taste like copper? <laughs> oh fucking dick i've loved a lot of the twitter reactions namely the one from clueless it says you're a virgin that can't drive (laughs) referring to the pope (laughs) Uh, he's procreating anytime soon (laughs) it's uh, ricky gervais who i i love ricky gervais so much and usually side Mm -hmm. with him more often than not but uh, I do. Is this? I don't know if this article has his quote in it. Yeah, um, it's the greatest thing on earth—a dog. It's the closest I get to spirituality watching a dog. Like, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a staunch atheist. Yes. But he he will sit there and be like, the closest thing I get to spirituality is the dog. And if yeah. you haven't watched, I know I've said it before on this podcast. If you have not watched Afterlife on Netflix yet, it is one of the best shows to come out over the past three years. The final season comes out on the 14th. And if he kills off that dog, I swear to God, I am going to bomb Netflix studios. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Um, That's some strong language. Yep. Uh, the paratroopers are coming in now. They're all dressed up like right. Daredevil. Or the Pope. Or the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve Popes jump out of a Pope mobile helicopter. <laughs> they Stay away from my Bobby to death. Stay away from my sons. <laughs> all right. Body of Christ. <laughs> Body of Christ. No, 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 no. <laughs> they all have code names after the, the 12 disciples. Yeah. And John Paul II, who was two popes ago, is quoted as saying animals are as near to God as men are, uh, which I won't go that far because we eat them. But yes, <laughs> love those animals, man. Well, Dogs, I mean, to, to be fair. To be fair. Sometimes, to be fair. sometimes animals eat us, too. So yes, yes. You know, and Very like true. dog is God spelled backwards. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. <laughs> the same letters. What the fuck is it? What the fuck is it. man spelled backwards? Nam? Yeah, that's not good. That's oh, no. Man. That's as far from God as we've ever gotten. I think someone's 65 year old uncle just started screaming and running around the house, ripping his clothes off because <laughs> we said Nam times. Okay. Oh, is that is that why Bob Saget died? <laughs> Flashback. Yes. Yep. He was in that hotel in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. USO Pope, tour. Pope Francis, like, <laughs> suck a dick. Just make sure it's over eighteen. Uh, you know, like, fuck off. For a change. Dog- Never. <laughs> For a change. Dogs are awesome. Cats are. I'm not a cat person, but p- owning a pet. I think owning a pet makes you a just a better person it i and think if you'd it, rather have a pet than have a kid that's fine yeah population control baby we need it yeah i don't understand why people are so fucking imagine worried. the catholic church demanding more minors <laughs> <laughs> this is a supply and demand thing oh, this is exactly <laughs> like the fart jar situation now that all eyes are on them we need more <laughs> underage kids, please. I mean, babies. Reserves are running, reserves are running low. Pope, get out there. <laughs> Our trees kids are, are going to fuck themselves. Our trees are barren. What's going wrong? These fucking dogs. <laughs> Labradoodles. That's what's wrong. Also, is there is there any is anyone recognize the irony of the Catholic Church preying on little kids like the forbidden fruit of Eden? Like. Oh, I just came upon that myself. Like, like come on now. Wow. So <laughs> I just, I, there's so much wrong with this world. And the fucking Pope is just walking back and forth in the Vatican, like fucking dogs, fucking cats. These goddamn <laughs> animals. I'm picturing Eve handing an apple to Adam and he just fucks it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have apples in that part of the goddamn <laughs> world. That apple wasn't even ripe yet. <laughs> Three oh, weeks God. running. Best <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh. Too young for a punchline. Oh. No. no. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm glad we didn't invite Zach on this episode. That would have <laughs> that would have put him in a weird spot. That would have put him in a would put him in a weird spot. We would have lost him as a listener for him. at least a week. <laughs> I would have put him on the altar. <laughs> I mean, a weird spot. Oh man! All right, oh. so that's the end of Pope news. <laughs> Pope news. And that's this week in Catholic opinion. Catholic opinions. All right, let's go into some NFL news so that we can shut Griff off for a hot second. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Rick. No, I got it. I, I got it. I know what I'm not wanted. Rick, who holds hey. the record for most sacks in a season? Was that JJ Watt? No. No, it's Strahan. Correct. Oh, was it my yeah, Michael Strahan, which was bullshit. Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan in two thousand one, I believe, or two thousand two, one or the oh, other. You know, one. Unless you count Pat Swilling on my copy of Techno Super Bowl. Two thousand one. Uh, was I love that. Last sack. Yes. So Strahan yeah. recorded twenty two and a half sacks in order to break the record of former Jets great Mark Gastineau. Mark Gastineau held the record for 22 sacks uh, since 1984. So he went 27 years holding on to that record, right? Now, there's a big to-do, and... Gastineau is a dickhead. He took steroids. He had a ton of anger issues. He beat his wife. He's a piece of shit. But the man was a hell of a defensive end. Uh, got a hell of... He was, on, he was part of the New York Sack Exchange with Joey Klecko. Um, And they were a beast of a defensive line. So, 22 sacks was the record. Strahan had 21 and a half sacks going into the final week of the 2001 season. And on the final play of the game against the Packers, Strahan and Favre talked to each other for a hot second. Favre slapped him on the ass and they went back to their sides and ran a play and Favre, who had been on fire the whole game, that offensive line didn't give up one sack the whole fucking game. Favre runs around like a douchebag, sees Strahan coming, and basically crumples to the ground, and Strahan puts his hands on him. Sack record is Strahan's. Bullshit. 100% bullshit. I've been angry yeah. about it for 20 years now, which is astonishing. Good. The Jets. I, we've never discussed this anger because I've hated that fucking thing for. I didn't realize it's been twenty one fucking years. Yeah. So I have years. a I have a question. Yes. I have a question. This is sacks in a season. Yes. Record. Yep. Yes. Yep. How how do you have half a sack if two people two sack people. someone? Gotcha. Okay. One ball in one hand. Right. The other guy has the other ball. So was it was the other guy who sacked him Lance Armstrong? <laughs> Yes. One ball. So today, TJ Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers was sitting at 21 and a half sacks for the season. And in the second half, right before halftime, he rushed in and got his 22nd and a half sack of the season. Huge celebration. Now me celebrating because Strahan is now sharing it with someone 
Yay. But then I realized this season there are 17 games. So Uh, it took them an extra game to get there. So I'm still uh, pissed off because this record should still be Mark Gastineau's. (laughs) (laughs) The steroid monster should have the fucking record. He didn't test positive while he was playing. So fuck it. I don't care. He was a beast. I it's. It's his. It was his record, and he came out in 2020 and said it. He didn't want to start beef with Strahan, but people have looked at Strahan since he got that record, and they're like, you know, it's bullshit, right? Like he didn't get it. Favre handed it to him. He was just it was like, bullshit. Here you go, buddy. And I don't was, even have any skin in the game, and I remember just being so pissed. I that was, was such so a bullshit mad. sack that it shouldn't count. Yep, shouldn't count. Nonsense. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I hated Favre at that time. That's like. I mean, I don't know. That's just nonsense. I don't think it's we'll like, ever have someone get close to Barry Bonds and single season home runs again. But could you imagine if like oh, if someone fuck. happened to get up there and they'll then like the balls and then the last game, it's just like some douchebag and he just like takes it and underhands it to the guy and just lets him tee off rookie of the year. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> come on. It would, Just you, absolutely how nuts. He, how can the athlete himself feel good about it? How can Strahan feel like, yeah, I did this I after don't conversating with Favre? Yeah, like they, they did. They buddy-buddy talked to each other. Oh, it just makes me so angry. It's so mad. King of the Hill did the same thing to Bill. Right. Fucking obnoxious. <laughs> Billdozer forever. <laughs> the Billdozer. And is the game there's there's a I got to look at the score on the game on now there's playoff implicate there's still playoff implications with this final game well you know what's funny is like so griff have you paid attention to any football today even no. though there's no fantasy implications okay. so <laughs> no of course not <laughs> so the chargers all they had to do today was beat the jaguars and they were in the playoffs colts colts sorry Colts, sorry. The Colts needed to beat the Jaguars to get into the playoffs. Everyone Jaguars was sit- shit everyone was sitting there like, there's no way the Colts are going to lose to the Jaguars. The Jaguars kicked the shit out of the Colts today. Really? For no Just reason. Just For no them. reason. It, it made no the sense. They lost the, their they, number one draft pick to the, Lion, or the Lions. They did. Um, the Lions won too. Oh, the Lions beat the Packers. For right no now. reason. Okay. <laughs> Today was real fucked up yeah. for a final so, for a week. Whatever. 18. They never had a week 18. Um, Since it's the first time they've had a week 18, everything was upside down and made no sense. All I all I know is all, that, all these teams that aren't used to playing after the, the regular season. Yeah. The Jets <laughs> Wait, and there's the a Giants. Week, there's a week 18? We're all panicking. <laughs> the Jets and the Giants both have two top 10 draft picks in next year's draft. That's all that really matters right now. Um so anyway, because the Colts lost, it opened up this super fucked up possibility because the Chargers are playing the Raiders right now. They're they're playing as we speak. They're about to end uh, the second quarter. The Chargers and Raiders, whoever wins the game is in the playoffs. Whoever okay. loses is out of the playoffs. And the Steelers are going to take the last spot in the playoffs, which is insane because Roethlisberger is trash and they've had a terrible season. Unless 
the Chargers and Raiders tie tonight. If the Chargers and Raiders tie this evening, both the Chargers and Raiders make it to the playoffs and the Steelers stay home. My brother-in-law went to Baltimore today. Huge Steelers fan. He wanted to be there for Ben's last game. And I said, wait a second. They still have a chance for the playoffs. He was the one who explained it to me. He goes, because there's no fucking way they make it. There's no way in fucking hell the Jaguars are going to beat the beat the Colts in any universe. And they did. he gave up on his own team and said there was no chance. <laughs> and he he spent all the money to go down to Baltimore to see the final game. And I'm wondering they must have had the fucking scoreboard up showing it wasn't a close game. No, no, the they Jaguars fucking, they were smoked beating them. the shit out of the Colts. Yeah. And the Colts, if they win, they're in the playoffs. They win and they're in, and they fucking blew it. Yep. The Colts lost to the Jaguars 26-11. to 11. Was it the Oof. Jaguars' second or third win of the season? Third. Third. Third? Yeah. Jesus. Out of, out of 17 games, they got their third victory today. Hey, hey okay, listen. <laughs> the Jets only won four, so fuck off, okay? Man, my team went eight and nine, and I'm, I'm waiting for my head coach to get fucking fired. Hey, the Dolphins didn't, or uh, the Broncos didn't waste any time. They they shit can their coach already today, Vic Fangio. Before any of the games, I yep. couldn't believe it. Yeah, he lost last night, and they're like, "Nope, goodbye." Out. Goodbye. So everyone is kind of sitting here hoping that the Chargers and Raiders st- uh, tie, tie, because keep the, keep the rapist out of the playoffs. Because well, that yes, and Goodell would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like you would. <laughs> It would, it would blow up the entire playoff scenario that they have right now. I love that only one team gets a bye this year. I actually really I enjoy. I, I love that. I love it. I hope they don't up it anymore. I think seven no, is a good number. Keep it here because um, it keeps the good teams actually playing their players at the end. Right. Yeah. We had a lot one of team that gets we had a lot of bye. people playing today that sh- that usually Never wouldn't be right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, was- uh, right now Chargers are winning fourteen to ten at the end of the half. So well, at almost towards the end of the half, we'll we'll see. No, okay. still fourteen. Oh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, Laura's fiance Jim is a big Raiders fan, and he's like, "Bobby, you got to root for the Raiders. You, I need to have this." And I was like, "I, I mean, I'm a Jets fan, so sure, why not?" <laughs> Although I want the. Ooh, I, I guess I'm, I can understand. Both. I'm quietly rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals because I like Joe Burrow, and I think it's awesome that he's having such a great comeback year. The Chargers are doing great without their boy Philip Rivers. They we got rid of him last year. He played for the Colts last year. He made it to the playoffs with the Colts last year, and then he retired. And then the Raiders fired Gruden unceremoniously mid uh, mid season. I mean, he deserved it. So oh fuck, fuck him. you, fuck him. So the fact that they're doing great without him, he never deserved a fucking championship with the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. That was Dungy's team. That yeah. was Dungy's. It Super was Dungy's team. As far as I'm concerned, that was Dungy's Super Bowl. But they they had one of the best defenses of all time, and it worked out for him. Yeah, we came from Minnesota. Well, that's just like um, you know everyone everyone sits there and talks about how Rex Ryan brought the Jets to two straight AFC Championship games, but those were Eric Mangini's teams. Mangini's team. Yep, Mangini. Yep. Um, anyway, agree. sorry, Griff. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> and I just well, I'm, sorry, you... <laughs> I'm sorry, were you talking? Yes, sorry. Um, oh, okay, cool. Let's get back I to had, nerdy shit. I, I had muted it, so I, oh, I good, didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Last time we did that, we had Meek on, and you guys could have a conversation. Yeah. The aristocrats. 
<laughs> so speaking of that, I mean, that's what I'm going to do next time you talk sports. I'm going to write my own aristocrats. I like it. So um, speaking of football, just a little bit, because Eli Manning is kind of attached to this. Um, Bill Murray was talking to Eli Manning on the Eli Manning show. Whatever that is. There's an Eli sure. Manning show. Yeah, I guess. Um, and Bill it's probably Murray, a podcast that's more popular than ours, as as well as many of them are. So um, impossible. Bill Murray is going to be in the new Ant Man movie. He's going to be in Quantum Mania. Saw that. Yeah, and, he is. And he said this week on the Eli Manning show that his power is that he's a bad guy. So, <laughs> that is the power. So he's playing a villain. And I think, think I the past two Ant-Man movies, haven't there been like two villains in each movie, like kind of sort of not connected? Uh, I'm blanking uh, on the first one. The Second first one, one was the, had... the first one was the bald guy with the Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The suit. The yellow jacket. First yellow one jacket. was yellow jacket. Yeah. And then and I see. in the second one, I mean, there was that chick that was a there ghost. were the mafia people and then the ghost. Right. Like there were there were two yeah, different people right. going after Guy from Justified. Yeah. yeah. The redneck from Justified mm-hmm. was a villain. So and I, I yeah. And I guess you can't really count uh, the cop in the first one as a bad guy. He was just trying to look out for his family. But um, they haven't people don't know because Kang the Conqueror is the big bad in that movie and uh Kang the Conqueror Kang the Conqueror to me feels like he's kind of sort of gonna be like a I don't think he's our next Thanos I think he's I think he's the guy that's gonna get us to the next Thanos (laughs) he's He's gonna he's gonna be our next Loki yes that is yes yes. phase one's big villain yeah phase yep yeah phase seven or whatever the fuck yeah yeah um, so it'll be interesting to see, uh, but Bill Murray playing a villain of some kind or a bad guy in general is just exciting to me. I like the Ant-Man movies. Bill Murray is Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm calling I... it now. Bill Murray is going to be Mephisto. No one will see it coming. Bill Murray no. as the devil would be amazing. Amazing. <laughs> that is his power. He's bad. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> that's completely. That's literally Mephisto's power. He's a bad guy. Oh, I'm a bad I'm be- guy. I'm behind in Marvel, so I just I just started uh, Hawkeye last night. You're and in, I you're assume, in for a treat, sir. I assume that Griff was beyond ecstatic that perhaps the Ace Ventura lore is included in the MCU universe. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean that the 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 first villainesque guy I saw was like Armand the Third. Oh yeah. Oh, he's the villain from When Nature Calls. Oh, that's that's right. That's right. I remember I thinking like, that when I watched it. I'm like that's the dude from Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. Rich prick with fucking issues. Rich prick. For, oh my god. It's it's oh, the same. Oh, he's the same well, no, guy. Well, no, it's the same actor too. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the same actor. Yeah. Yeah. Can be from the consulate, right? I Weird. Know I know who you're talking about. I got it. And I was like, holy so shit. So you watched the first episode. I watched episode one. Right. Okay. I tried pushing. There's five more, and I'm going to squeeze them out this week. It's no, it's really it's really good. It, I wasn't 
I wasn't terribly excited for it going into it, but I really enjoyed it. It makes me, it fleshes out Hawkeye so well. It really makes me feel for him and like love him. And I played, there was a Nintendo game and it was Hawkeye and Captain America. I can't remember the name of the game, but I always played as Hawkeye just because I thought shooting arrows was fucking dope. Um, MCU's Link. What was the name of that game? Yeah. Uh, wait. I barely understand. <laughs> I think it's just Captain America and the Avengers. Oh my it god! Is. The... Yeah, Captain America and the Avengers. That's right. Was that the the musical that was playing in the beginning of Hawkeye? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm. I'll I can s- do this with... all day. I'll sp- I'll spoil it for you right now. The end credits, post credit scene, is the full musical number. Like they could have, and it's they came out with a news story today saying like. They could have went forward with, you know, such and such as plan or with this to show you more of this. And they're like, nope, we're just going to give you a Christmas present. Here is yes. the full musical number. Yes. Yep. It is ridiculous. I, I with, can't wait. I can't com- wait. It's complete like with put effort. Complete with Adam Pascal. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I am. I'm pumped. It'll be worth it to get just to that. No, it couldn't have been that one. It couldn't have been that game because that game was on arcade and Game Gear. There's one for NES called Captain America and the Avengers. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. That's bonkers. That shows you how... Yep, that's it. That's how far I got into that game because I didn't play as any of the other Avengers in that game. Which looks like is only Vision and Iron Man. Iron Man who has a gun like Contra or is that Contra? <laughs> you're, you're just looking at Contra now. <laughs> Here I'm going to share this with you. It looks like it looks like Iron yeah, Man. Let me see this. It looks like Iron Man shooting a gun, doesn't it? Here, look. Right there. Oh my. Yeah. I can't make it bigger, it but certainly looks like Iron Man. That def- that looks exactly Holding like Contra. Yeah. One of the games unfair. Oh no, Hawkeye's down here. Never mind. That's an enemy. Oh, okay. That's an enemy okay. with a spread gun. Okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh my god, look at look at this. Yeah, you threw the shield with Captain and you Oh my god, I remember they this just, game. They just don't make games like that anymore. That was a hard game, man. So hard. So hard. <sighs> so hard. And just to I mean, we've talked about this theme a couple of times, but uh how annoying um fucking nerd boys and marvel fanboys are so i don't know if you noticed rick but i i'm pretty sure hawkeye when he's watching that musical number says yeah. he wasn't even there when he was talking about ant-man correct yeah and, and ant-man is singing and dancing with everybody and every like people on twitter and tiktok are going bonkers because they think that that's proof that scott lang went went back in time and fucked with the timeline and put himself in the New York City battle. Hmm. But what? that's not the case, because if he did that, Hawkeye would be like, oh, yeah, Scott was totally yeah, he was there. totally there. Yeah. But he didn't. So people are just wasting their time and energy trying to prove <laughs> this conspiracy theory. Wait a second. Was which... Ant-Man part of the, the, uh, the end game group that he... went back to Avengers time? No. 2012? No. Well, but... well, no, he he did go back to New York, didn't he? Yeah. With with. With uh, per- Captain in uh, and uh, oh yeah, he's the Stark. one that he jarred the the tesseract briefcase. 
he yeah. he he was little, but he didn't fight in the Battle of New York, though. Right, right. Not that we know. But he was he was stuck in the quantum realm, and that's how they figured out the whole time travel thing. Anyway, so yeah. yeah. But people are just that's why he that's how he knew to have orange slices. Um, <laughs> when Hawkeye came back, uh, but like I could see the fan. I could absolutely see where. Uh... Yeah. It's, but that literally makes no it. sense. No, that makes grasping. no sense. They just they grasping are. for, for stuff. If he said nothing and just enjoyed Ant Man being there, it'd be like, oh, yes, right. fuck that. That would be more. But he straight up said no, no, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. Like that. That literally contradicts your entire theory. Yeah. Fuck and, off. And there's a moment in the show where Hawkeye goes to a monument and it has the names of everyone who fought in the Battle of New York. And Scott Lang is not on that monument, so I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see. I love dude, them going back to those moments. This, like, yeah. oh, this is cool. Hawkeye might be my favorite one so far. Series, yeah, better than Loki. I really I think, liked Loki. I yeah. I really liked Hawkeye. That I think Loki is so much even. I think more Loki joy. is still my favorite, but Hawkeye is definitely up there. Haley Steinfeld is just <sighs> great. Love her. Yes, and she, all the I, I enjoyed Bumblebee because of her. She sold. The oh, yeah. Bumblebee was a me. was a good movie. Just yeah. But she was great. But the finale of this show, the last two episodes, but the last episode period epic. is so fucking epic. It is so good. Really? Um, oh, yeah. I'm, just wait. Yeah, at the, I can't at the wait. end of episode three, you're going to see something that's going to blow your mind. And then you're going to be like, oh, shit, what's going down? Like, that's. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to come back next week and be like, ah! end of episode three or episode four. I can't remember. I think it's episode uh, three. Maybe oh, I, I don't. Maybe episode I don't, four. I don't remember which thing you're talking about, so I don't remember the what. the character reveal on the phone. Oh, yeah, wait, pic, on the phone. Oh, picture. that's. I, I think it's the end of episode five, even. Oh, maybe. maybe okay. Maybe it's four or five. You did see. You saw Black Widow, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good movie. Okay. I love the movie. Yeah, it was good. I want to get Shang Chi in and this fucking this series, because Eternals is hitting Disney Plus soon. Yeah, I think this, it's this week. This week, this week it'll yeah. be on. I um, and then, uh, I gotta hit Spider Man. I've for I know we we talked about our uh, our our resolutions earlier. Yeah, but I've added a late one. I want to watch a new film every week this year. That's right. Okay. Which which makes me feel like a douchebag because I know people who want to read a new book every week this year. I'm not a reader. I, you know, I will read. I enjoy reading some stuff. I just can't. I'm a breeder, not a reader. I don't. <laughs> some people call it an adaptation. <laughs> I call it a film. <laughs> so I'm going to. Fiction. I'm going to try to watch a movie that is new to me every week this year. It's not going to happen. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. goals. I, I'm going to try to average it out. By the end of the year, I would like to have seen 52 new movies. So I downloaded an app called Letterboxd or Letterbox on my phone, and I can just keep track of movies I've seen, and I'm nice. going to go from there. So I need to watch. I, I I'm, want jumping on, I'm jumping on your goddamn resolution. I want this resolution, too. Okay. Letterboxd. <laughs> Letterboxd, baby. We're gonna do Letterbox. We can be friends on Letterbox and sh- and share our reviews. I got I went down really? a rabbit hole. I just started reviewing movies that I'd seen. Like nice. it's not it's not gonna recommend anything for me. But I'm just like, eh, that doesn't matter. Three stars, three and a half star. I'll just go uh, through it. I had my um, mind blown this week. 
with uh, the, the the revelation of, of there was a meme and it had SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob, and it revealed who did his voice. And I was like, what the fuck? Clancy that Brown. Asshole, yep. The asshole guard from Shawshank Redemption is in fucking SpongeBob. That actually makes sense. No, I love I love that actor. He does bit parts and a bunch of shit. Love him. It it actually took a little bit of my hatred for SpongeBob out. It deflated. <laughs> he it is. Deflated he's he's one of those guys long. who's he's one of those guys who's just like in everything, and you don't yeah. realize that it's all the same guy until Starship like, Troopers. You look into it. Fucking epic. I gotta get that. Right, Starship Troopers. You know, I think I'm gonna make a resolution that I can't possibly stick to either. I'm gonna go through my gaming backlog. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll do a. I'll do a game a uh, month. There you go. Because some games are bigger than others. Is that so, even possible? No, sure. not sure. not for like, me. I don't like new games. Not to completion. Like they're infinite. They're infinite games now. You know what? I'm going to download yeah. Mortal Kombat right now. It's for free on Game Pass. I'm going to play one match and then I'm going to delete it. <laughs> like, like the new Mortal Kombat or like original Mortal Kombat? Oh, uh, no. They, they've got uh, Mortal Kombat 11, the new one. New world. Yeah. Oh, on, uh, uh, Xbox Game Pass is awesome. It's just awesome. I started playing Halo with you guys because I got Game Pass. Dude, the new Halo, I'm playing, I'm fucking pissed. I've, I've been playing through the campaign, and the campaign is fabulous. But I finally got to, there's always a turning point in a Halo game where it gets hard. <laughs> and I got, so <laughs> you're, she licks the balls. You're, you're dealing with these fuckers named the Bereaved, which are this race of aliens that are separate yeah. from the other aliens that you used to fight but they're the sure, same yeah there it's just a bunch of angry brutes right and i got i'm, I'm guessing i'm like maybe a third or maybe 40 percent through the game but i'm in this giant like bunker in halo because you're back on the ring and all of a sudden it's like these fucking robotic lightning shooting flying they just annihilated they've killed me four times and i'm like i'm done i turned it off <laughs> i'm like it's like the flood because in you, you know you've got this on in your helmet it's an ai and it she's like what could possibly be worse than the flood and i'm like i don't why why did they why even would, bring that up why did you I'm have like, to start the twitch in my my couch <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I want a new movie a week and a new album a week. I want to listen to a new album, which I think okay, I can do at okay. work with Spotify. I think I could sit down and listen to a forty-minute album in my office every Friday. Oh, that's reasonable. Uh, that's typical for today, Rick. In the seventies, that's like what they come out as. What? 40, Forty-three to forty-five minutes, I think, is a typical album length now. Fear Inoculum is way longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. I it was is. talking. I was talking to Griff this week saying, you know what? When I, when I, well, I was wrong. It's not the fucking best album in the last 20 years. No. But B, I'm used to the, like, the 79 minute version that could fit on a CD. Right. Versus the Spotify version, which has, like, three extra instrumentals hidden in there. And I was like, eh, I'm not used to that. <laughs> fuck, fuck those songs. Just that, that fucks, that fucks <laughs> up my flow. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's long enough. I started listening. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Where's where's the where's where's Sullen or whatever the fuck the fourth song is called? Like, oh, <laughs> God damn it! There's extra bullshit songs. Ah! But then I I'm happy that they don't nail themselves to needing to be 80 minutes. Right. Fucking 40. I just got pissed. The, the new Foo Fighters record that came out this year is like 36 minutes long. It's like fuck this. This is half a record. 
Jesus. Well, it's that. Um, does that count their alter egos? Oh, the the, the Fijis. The Fijis. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta listen. I gotta re-listen to that because that is that was the weirdest thing that happened genius. last year. <laughs> well, that's the, a... the Foo Fighters covering the Bee Gees was very it was the weird. Delta <laughs> variant of the of the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> well, like don't don't ever listen to punk because. Bad Religion is like the closest thing to a real, like, genuine punk band that I listen to, and they are like, a genuine punk band. Um, but like, one of my favorite traditions every year for Christmas is listening to their Christmas album, and I always joke that it's the best 20 minutes of the season. <laughs> punk songs, I just think two minutes a song tops. I, I, I still remember the first Bad Religion record I got was The Gray Race from I think it's 96. It's 15 tracks and it's like 25 minutes long. <laughs> Some bad shit like that. Like a, that's a Godsmack song. I don't think I know any actual Bad Religion songs. Oh, really least, good. I might know if I hear it, but it doesn't that's, pop into that's my a, head. That's a Godsmack song. <laughs> <laughs> bad Religion's off the first record. Yeah, that's off the the self-titled. Let's let's see. Let's just okay. Let's see the new albums that came out on Friday. The only problem with Spotify is you don't know if it's a new album or if it's a or single reissue. until it's too late. Yeah. Let's see. The Weeknd released his new album. Whoop! To start the weekend. <laughs> yeah. 16 <laughs> tracks, and it looks like they're averaging maybe three minutes a piece. Three and a half. The, it it might be about. It might be 50 minutes, maybe. It's not the weekend. It's the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> yeah, they shortened it. Oh, the there's is that short a fucking enough there's already. The time. Oh, my math was good, but the time is right on the top of the damn screen. Fifty-one minutes, forty-nine seconds. Halsey's new album, fifty-five minutes. Love it. Okay. That's uh, the extended, extended version. She just added three tracks. That album is actually a fucking masterpiece because Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross produced it, co co wrote, I think instrumentally a few tracks. It's it's a great fucking album, and apparently there's a movie. It's on HBO Max. That this is that this is too like the wall. There's like some kind of story being told. Oh. I haven't watched it, but I heard you get to see her tits, so I'll probably watch. <laughs> Jesus it Christ! It's so funny going through the new releases and like seeing how many people you just have no goddamn idea who Aaliyah has a new song. Where did that come from? What a black box in the plane? Like I don't think so. <laughs> Her Michael Jackson released it together. Oh, it's Tupac. Tupac's still recording, isn't he? Yeah, sure he is. Rebecca Black? Come on now. Hey. Where's the new, where's the new I, singer from Lisa Left Eye Lopez? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're going to go long, but I have to bring this up. Uh, <laughs> this, I mean, we, we've been recording for like up, an hour. You just opened up Lisa Left Eye's black box. I'm I'm sorry. We got we to gotta, gotta talk about this. Let's do it. Let's do um, it. I, I'm excited now. There's a con coming to Hartford, March 11th, 12th, and 13th, and it's called 90s Con. Oh. Okay. I'm okay. Uh, oh, my God. Are we doing a live episode from 90s Con? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could I get press? Could I get press for that? Press I'm passes. selling my shit in a jar at, con, at, at 90s Con. Are you, are, you ready? are you ready for this? Are you ready yeah. for this? Celebrity guests for 90s Con in Hartford. Melissa Joan Hart, Caroline Ray, and Beth Broderick, which are the Supreme Teenage Witch. Yeah. Teenage Witch. 
uh, Jenna Lee Green and Nate Reichert, who were also in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, yeah. Okay. T-Boz and Chili from TLC are going to be at oh, 90s T- Con. TC. 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 Yeah. Joey Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence, and Andrew Lawrence are all going to be at <laughs> 90s Con. Oh, my God. TLC, the L is silent. Holly. Oh. <laughs> on fire <laughs> just like left eyes ha- x's house okay <laughs> speaking of 90s stories right uh holly marie combs and brian krauss from charmed Charmed. oh shit all right Fuck all yeah. right Lori beth denberg and danny tamborelli from all that oh we know her on the show she was on the show <laughs> she was on the show <laughs> Friend of the show, Lori Beth Denberg. <laughs> Christina Ricci. Oh, okay. Nev, oh, Nev Campbell. Oh, really? Campbell, yeah. Lacey Chabert. Chabert. Oh, fuck yeah. Her father Meagros. invented the toaster strudel. All right. <laughs> this, this is where Eric gets a hard on. Reginald Vell Johnson. No. Family Matters, Die Hard, Turner and Hooch, and Ghostbusters. Joe Marie Payton, who played uh, Reginald Vell Johnson's wife in Family Matters. Was the 90s all about three fucking names? Kelly. <laughs> yes. Kelly Jonathan Williams. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Kelly Williams and Darius McCrary from Family Matters. They were Reginald Vell Johnson's two kids. Okay. Yep. Okay. Daniel Fischel. Topanga. No. Topanga's going to be there. Oh. Ryder Strong, who played. Uh, That's what I would Sean. do with Topanga. Sean. Uh, Sean. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Uh, Will Friedel, who played uh, Corey's Eric. older brother, Eric. And Nick Carter, AJ, and Joey Fatone. AJ McLean. So two members of the Backstreet Boys and Joey Fatone from NSYNC. Oh, my. <laughs> and Christy Carlson Romano is going to be the host, and she's the hot sister from Even Stevens. Oh, right. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect role for her. That is the most bonkers lineup of like fucking 90s people I've ever seen. And it's going to be right in our backyard. And Danny Tanner. Oh, oh, there's an extra room. (laughs) 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 Guys, we can lock it down. (laughs) All right. So let's see here. Uh oh, let's play a fun game. Okay. Less than full house. How much how much do you think a photo op with Melissa Joan Hart costs? Uh is it nineties dollars or today's dollars? Today's yeah. dollars. Ten bucks. Adjusted adjusted for inflation. I'd say like fifty. Sixty dollars. Nope. All right. Who's the biggest star you think from here? Uh Christina Ricci? Yep. Or Nev Campbell. One of those. Christina right, Ricci. Christina Ricci. Solo photo with Christina Ricci. 100. Uh, 120. 60. Oh. No shit. Fuck Melissa Joan Hart. You ain't no Christina Ricci. She knows Casper, motherfucker. All right. Professional please, photo. Professional solo photo with Nev that. Campbell. Uh, with with the new Scream movie coming out, I'm going to go high. That's got to that's gotta be 100. I'll say 80. 80 it is. 
Only I slightly never, more expensive than either Christina Ricci or Melissa I Joan never Hart. watched The Price is Right. Pro- <laughs> professional solo photo with Reginald Vell Johnson. Six. Um, mm, 36. $50. Huh. All right. Huh. This one's the big one. If you want a group photo with all five actors that are going to be there from Boy Meets World, which includes Sean... Topanga, um, is Feeny Eric, alive? Eric, and I some. Who is the? I think Feeny is still alive. He is, but barely. Yeah. All right. So a group photo with the five actors from Boy Meets World. How much is that gonna? How much is that gonna ring you? Uh, I'll say ninety-five. Say one fifty. Two thirty. Oh, $230. I wouldn't want that. Yowza. No. They don't have a schedule of events yet, but those are all the famous people that are going to be there. Uh, TLC with a silent L. Where is, where is this being held? Is this at the convention center? Yeah, the Hartford Convention Center. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Let's see. Let's see if we can get press junket. Can Let's we see get our own booth? In. <laughs> I'll walk in there with my recorder and just be like, hey, we're assholes wearing 90% t-shirts. Can you? <laughs> hey, Nev Campbell. <laughs> would you rather give the first 90% or the last 10% of the Okay. We've got one more matter of business this evening. And that is to watch the film that we said we would watch last week. Now, for the people who listened last week and didn't listen to me say... Don't watch peopling. I warned you. <laughs> I warned you. We all warned you. So yep. many people commented about watching it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. Don't. Don't do this. Yeah. So last week after we finished peopling, we saw on the horror short film collection from Alter, which is this, I don't know, this collective Alter was saying we should watch a short film called snake dick now yes snake dick has an imdb reading of 7.3 out of 10. are you kidding me no i am not kidding that's, you that's 7. a fresh dick is that inches or an actual rating oh this snake is much bigger than yeah Ooh. okay so uh the storyline from top dog critic reviews um, which just makes me so happy. First, first the tagline, which got me very excited for this movie. Jill's got the snake. Julia's got the flute. Alone, they have nothing, but together they have a secret weapon to fight the darkness. What? What? what the? F- That's the tagline. Do we want the storyline, or do we just that want to go into like it? It was the storyline. Well, let's do the storyline. A neo-noir short film about two females driving through the desert when their car breaks down at a gas station and they are hounded by two hillbillies. Tensions escalate and tables quickly turn when the girls reveal they are not traveling alone. It's going to be like a sequel to Deliverance? I believe I'm, I'm going to assume that this chick has a snake either near or in her hoo ha. And her friend controls it with a flute. Her I, chamber I, of secrets. Yes, in her chamber of secrets. This is this is a Harry Potter film. So someone <laughs> watched Teeth 
and got really excited about it was like, I see your teeth and I'm upping it. So here we are, folks. You know what to do. This film, short film, is on YouTube. I am going to share my screen. You can watch it with us now. I'll tell you when we're going to hit play or you can watch it afterwards. This is literally the last thing we're doing. So it's you're going to miss seven minutes of this plus us signing off if you don't feel like listening to us talking about this movie. During. But Here's um, our commentary track. Our commentary track for Snake Dick. Horror short film, Alter. All right, oh here we Lord. go. Are we ready? This is Sidney Portier's last work? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> I think he plays the snake. He played the snake, yeah. Yep. All right, here we are. Oh, that's a nice fucking car. Look nice at this Wish.com version of Jay and Silent Bob right here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Piece of shit. Oh. That is a piece of shit. You're right. She's fixing her car. She's under the hood. Toolkit's in the trunk. Well, one's got handlebars already. Get the toolkit, goddammit. Are these two... Outside the gas station, supposed to be hillbillies. Those are the hillbillies. Those are yep. They didn't have extras. I wouldn't call them hillbillies. I mean, we haven't really we haven't seen them yet. Those are straight up vagrants. Yeah, they're they're wearing leather. They are not hillbillies. (laughs) Is he wearing a sheriff star? He is. (laughs) I'm he's so like a, excited. I'm so like excited goth, for the reveal. I'm so excited Woody. for the reveal. Anybody, you think they've never seen a woman before? Is she dressed? She's dressed up like a cheerleader. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah. it. One of you should tell it's me. a trap! Don't stare. Put in your pants, Joe. Let's just fix her up and get going. We've got far worse pricks to deal with. What does that mean? Go play with the big dogs. <laughs> Oh, come on. Really? Those, those are not hillbillies, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. They're, they're un, undereducated. I think that's a straight-up meth head. That's so, a meth head. Yeah, so, far, so far, these gentlemen have not done anything mm-hmm. terrible. Right. No, they're, gig- they're giggling because they're high on meth. I can make you come one finger. Gross. Sure enough, here you are. What's the fun in that? Know what I could do? It's a bit ambitious, but all right. <laughs> I'm sober now. Good actor. Oh, she's got a gun on him. I was just joking around. Get down on your knees. Get on the fucking ground. Oh, shit. Okay. The rednecks in the background. <laughs> okay, yeah. Joke. I was just being funny. Shit. She's gonna, she's gonna make him suck her snake dick. Oh no. <laughs> now squeal. Oh come on now. Fucking. I told you, deliverance. You are. Yeah, you were, you were not wrong. Yeah. It's reverse deliverance. 
Shia LaBeouf is the other redneck. <laughs> <laughs> Their squeals are awesome. I want you to squeal like a Chinese fucking pot-bellied pig. What does race have to do with this? Pot-bellied pig sound like? Oh, you a want higher squeak. <laughs> that's not a squeal. Yeah, that's a. It's not a squeal. It's a wink. Come on. Yeah, the guy in the background is the love child of Shia LaBeouf and Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of Nicolas Cage in there too. Mm. Let's just film credibility. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Oh, this is making me sick. It sounds like they're gonna hawk a loogie, right? Shia Driver Cage is very intrigued. <laughs> he must be from the 90s. I was going to say he was really big in the 90s. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out of there. Don't get in there. Yes, bitches done proved your point. Let him up. Carry your ass down the fucking road. Okay, big man. I'm sorry, little piggy. Did you squeal something? Oh? You know... What if he has a snake dick? That's a knife. I sure hope that thing of yours ain't prone to trim on Because I doubt you quick enough to pop both of us before I cut your fucking throat, bitch. <clears throat> you know, all this talk about what people can and can't do with their fingers. I just want to show y'all what I can do with mine. Imagine being those two. Somebody's drawing a gun. Somebody's drawing a knife. This bitch got a flute? That's not how you play the Asshole flute. Asshole brought a knife to a gunfight on purpose. You don't put your she... lips on the flute. <laughs> and then oh, she... no! Oh, my God! Where... You know where that snake's coming from. Like, why? Oh! Oh, it bit him right in the face! You know why that snake has red eyes? Because it's her time of the month? She's got the snake. I've got the flute. Alone, we have nothing. But together, it's the tagline. We have a secret weapon. Oh, she's petting the snake. Why is the city burning? Lisa Left Eye Lopez has been here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the title card at the end of the movie. That title card. Amazing. I want more. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, 
I'm what's, show, what's your showtime? Remind? Pick this up for a series. All right. Next week, should we watch Pete's Putrid Peas or Lucy's Tale? I mean, you can't really beat a title like Pete's Putrid Peas. Okay, there it is, folks. Next week, we're watching the nine-minute short Pete's Putrid Peas. Snake dick for the win. Snake I dick am... for the win. Why is this not a short series yet? How has Cinemax not picked this up as a, <laughs> as a series? God damn. I'd watch. Two thumbs up. Three the, uh, snakes up. The two snakes up. The, the sound effects of the snake crawling out of her hoo-ha was... Uh, that was a bit much. But do you... <laughs> Do you know of any flute where you just put your whole ass mouth on the fucking hole? It's like I mean, it's a ma- it's clearly it's, a magic flute, Bobby. It's a Get snake over dick it. flute. Yeah, you I need just a lot of mouth. I want to tell you. So you know how on YouTube it just has all of the movies on the right, like stuff that you can watch. Yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, horror short film. We die alone. Other Side of the Box, Horror Short Film, Horror Short Film, Childer, Lucy's Tale, Cookie, Good Burger. <laughs> Wait. Please tell me starring Keenan Thompson. Yeah, it's yeah, not. it's Keenan and no. Kel. It's, it's Good Burger. So oh, it's, it's the it's, Good Burger. It's not a horror short film. No, it's just no. straight up Good it Burger. It's straight up Good Burger. I wanted to see where the story went. Welcome to Snake Dick, home of the Snake, snake dick. dick. Can I take your order? That was fabulous. That was just, yeah. That was uh, fabulous. Let's see. Do we know any of these actresses? Maybe who who loves putrid peas? Pete loves putrid peas. <laughs> Is it true? I fucking uh, let's I see. More, Poppy more Drayton. Poppy Drayton, who played the uh, vessel, I guess, Snake, uh, yeah. was in live action Little Mermaid. Uh, she voiced right? she voiced Shira Knight of Shira Knight of Philianor in Dark Souls Three. Oh, okay. I know who that is. <laughs> she's she's in a short film called Sex Wax, which maybe we need to check out. Uh, yes. I would like to. All right, let's see. That's how the snake got in there. Let's. Oh my God! They're literally their character names are Hillbilly Earl and Hillbilly Joe. Joe and Earl. Yep. Hillbilly Joe was played by Micah Fitzgerald, who was in Call of the Wild, with Harrison Ford playing the same role. Get this, he played Hillbilly Joe and Snake Dick, and then he played a character named Snake in a movie called Stateside. Oh my. H- hell of a 2020 for him. He played a character named Snake and Hillbilly Joe? What? He also voiced the local pedestrian population at Red Dead Redemption 2. Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Snake Dick. <laughs> Some people call it a snake dick. <laughs> Some people call it a snake dick. I can't listen to a flute solo without crying. <laughs> I prefer to call it a black mamba. Mm. 
Oh man, these fucking movies are gonna bring us so much cool stuff. I'm so oh excited. God. I'm so it was shot. And hey, it was shot watched, really well. And you've watched your new film for the week. Look at that. Could we put that in letterbox? Letterbox. Snake dick. <laughs> and the girl playing the flute was an impractical jokers the movie. She played Staten Island ninety-four girl. Snake okay. Dick was filmed in 4-3 ratio to <laughs> achieve the director's original vision. Oh, man. I want to see the Snyder cut of Snake Dick. <laughs> it's he 13 should, minutes long. He should he should be the guy to do it. That's that's true. Uh, Pete's Putrid Peas. Let's see if we can get a little, little taste of what we're looking at here. Uh, an isolated Vegetable. social media influencer fights for his sanity while consuming nothing but peas for three weeks. Okay. So it supersized me with peas? Yeah. Okay. I guess. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> um. Oh, my goodness. What an episode. Well, we, <laughs> we started off depressing and then, uh, yeah. So ended something. Let's add the Catholic Church to our list of enemies. Oh, hey. yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were on my personal list anyway, but, you know, thank you all very much for joining us this week. Uh, next next week will be a normal episode. And then the week after, I think we're fermenting. Yes, that that's, sounds yes, right. We're yes. fermenting. We're fermenting for Griff's birthday. Griff, that's right we are griff what movie are we going to be fermenting we are fermenting finally super mario brothers oh <laughs> i've never seen it i'm so excited oh yeah. man i haven't seen it in so long i'm i'm excited for the goombas and that's it <laughs> not even for dennis hopper oh dennis hopper does eat it up i'm that's in for right. hopper i'm in for See, leguizamo that's, i'm in that's for the uh... thing. Dennis Hopper and in this movie and uh what's his face in Street Fighter are the are the best parts of sure. their Raul, Raul Julia. Raul yeah. The best the best okay. parts of their movie. There are, there are two ways you could maybe say that. Gulia is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Julia Gulia? Julia Gulia? <laughs> I was about to say, just Gomez. That's how I know him as Gomez. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, friends. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, I hope you all have a good week. Uh, for this episode, I'm Bobby. I'm Griff. And I'm Rick. Have a great week and go F yourselves. Better, <laughs> <laughs>